Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Well, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our stage, whether you are listening in or you're visually watching us today. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and I am your host of the Rise Up For You Becoming Your Best podcast. We are in for a real treat today. We have Leslie here. You guys, she has flown in all the way from Toronto, Canada. We are excited. Let me tell you a little bit about her, and then I will bring her on our stage because I know you cannot wait to meet her. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Did you know that Leslie M is a former TV host, an advertising creative director turned training guru, author, swagger coach, and speaker? What is a swagger coach? Not to worry. We're going to get into all of that later today. She spent decades, you guys, traveling the globe with her award-winning company, Combustion. Oh, I like that name. Training executives and teams from top organizations like Google, Disney, PepsiCo, and many more. She has turned technologists into creative forces, bankers into storytellers, and has brought a series, serious dose a badassness to boardrooms everywhere. Fueled by her experience working with thousands of professionals from corporate CEOs to entrepreneurs, I am so excited for you to meet her. She does have a book that is about to launch. Oh my goodness, it's all about swagger and unleashing everything you are and becoming everything you want. Let's give a warm welcome and welcome to the stage, Leslie M. Here she is. Big up. How you doing? This is so, what a good way to spend a Friday. Perfect. 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 So talk to me, swagger, what it means, how you uplift people, what you do. Tell me all the things. Okay. Well, first, let me start with my definition of swagger, because we're not talking about the old show-offy, arrogant, peacocky, in-your-face, strutty-around kind of vacuous swagger. Hell to the no. We are talking about the ability to manifest who you really are and hold on to it in the face of all of that psychological crap that's going to come for it, regardless of the situation or environment. So we're talking about one face, one heart. You show up the same way, your authentic self, wherever you are, and the world cannot change you. I love it. I love it. Authentically one face. So not a separate face for my husband, a separate face for my kids and a separate face for work. You're not talking about that. You're talking like being authentically me everywhere, 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 you know, and people get nervous about that idea because they go, but wait a second, when I go to work, I have this professional persona that I must put on and I must walk a certain way and talk a certain way and dress a certain way and do all of those things that I don't do when I'm hanging out with my girls or my guys, with my kids or with the people who've known me since 10th grade. And I keep those two things very separately or, you know, and I go, but why? And the answer is 
that. And I discovered this through the years and years of working with people. And the thing that I found fundamentally true about all people in the working business world, didn't matter the country, didn't matter the culture, didn't matter the level of expertise or the title that they had, is that people did not believe that they could really be their authentic selves and be accepted and find success. They didn't believe that who they really were was good enough to get the success that they were dreaming of. So they felt like they had to put on a false front. They had to fake it. Totally. And you work true. with them and you break that myth, you break that belief barrier and you remind them you do not need to. You don't need to. Because think about it. Think about where all of your power comes from right? It comes from the inside of you. It comes from the core of all of your experiences and all the things that you've faced down and all of the facets of your, of your personality. All of that stuff is, is the real you. And when you start to compartmentalize it and, or keep it stuck inside of you, you can't be at your full power. It's not possible. So you end up leaving so much about who you are off the table. And it just doesn't make sense. But when you come into that power and you start accepting who you really are and you learn how to use it, that's when things just go off the charts, like off the charts in terms of your, your personal power. I love it. What are some key strategies that you give people to regaining that personal power, that swagger that you're really talking about? Well, the first thing is to recognize where it's getting stuck. Because self-awareness, first, first thing. So I map it out as a series of concentric circles that separate us from the world. I have a visual models because I want people to be able to actually map it and think about it and break it down. Remember, I come from the training world, so it's always practical and pragmatic. And how are we going to do this for real? Not just airy, fairy, fluffy, woofy kind of theory. I'm like, no, let's visualize it. Let's break it down. And let's let's have tons of exercises on how to actually do that. So that's my, my book is filled with those. So I want you to imagine that the real you that we talked about, that authentic you is, is in the middle, right? That's the core you of that core of power. And there are these series of, of swagger blockers that separate you from the world. So we're going to start from the outside in because the outside is the one that's closest to other people and the furthest away from you. And that's persona. It's the belief that you have to walk and talk and show up and dress and act a certain way in order to be accepted, in order to be taken seriously, in order to have credibility, in order to be given opportunities. It, it's that heavy coat that you put on every morning when you go to work and say, this is how I have to show up. This is what the expectation is of me, right? So that's the first thing that separates the real us from the world. If we go one layer in, the next one is ambition. Now, don't get me wrong. I am all for success. I'm all for aspiration. I'm all for going for your dreams. But the problem with ambition is that can often have us ways, have, uh, have ways of causing us to act in ways that are not really real for us. They're not authentic. So again, it's the, you know, I'm going to have to behave these ways in order to be taken seriously and, and, you know, to have that credibility. And I might act in ways that are not always aligned with my values. And I'm very focused on up the ladder. 
I'm looking up to the next rung of the ladder. And that's where I focus all of my energy. And when we do that, by definition, we don't tend to focus a lot inwards, which is really where we all should be focusing inwards. We sure as heck don't focus left and right to our colleagues and our peers. And we also forget to focus on our followers, the people who we're leading or managing or growing or mentoring, who will be the very people who will lift us if we do our jobs right. So what I what I reframe it as is, is being in your place of excellence, doing a really great job with, with the intention of, of doing the great work for the collective, not just for yourself, yourself included, but not just for yourself. And when you do that and you focus inwards and you focus here and you focus here, these people will all help to lift you to that place that you're that you're aspiring to go to. And you don't have to fixate on, on that. So that that problem with ambition, the fact that it gets us to, to behave in ways that even sometimes we're not so proud of, uh, you have ambition reinforcing persona. Mm. Next layer in is insecurity. Insecurity is all of those what ifs. What if I don't dress a certain way? What if I don't show up a certain way? What if I don't act like that? What if I don't, you know, talk this person up? What if I don't get accepted into that? And all those what ifs just keep us locked and spinning because there are no answers in insecurity. There are only questions. And it's like the podcast from hell that just keeps playing this tape that says, you know, anything could happen, anything could happen, anything could happen. And because the brain does not like insecurity, it doesn't like in uncertainty, what it's going to do is err on the side of caution and assume that things are going to go badly so it can prepare and protect itself. It is the core reason for the imposter syndrome because you're trying to, um, to outsmart the insecurity and instead, you're, you end up faking it. You think, if I can pretend that everything is perfect, I won't have these thoughts in my head. Well, we all know that doesn't work. So now you have insecurity reinforcing ambition, which reinforces persona. Next layer in is fear. Fear is the end of the what if story. Because fear says bad things are going to happen. What if I don't walk a certain way and talk a certain way and show up a certain way? Oh, bad things are going to happen. What if I don't behave this way and I don't do that thing? Bad things are going to happen. And and none of us um, are comfortable in fear. So we'll do anything to, to move away from fear. We don't, we don't like it. And again, because the brain wants the certainty, it will, it will tell, it'll tell us that bad things will happen just in case they do. So now we have another reason to not reveal who we really are because we assume that it's correlated with bad things are going to happen. The last layer in is pain. Pain is proof. Pain says, oh, I tried that once. I showed people who I really was or I took a risk or I, I was vulnerable or and a bad thing happened. And it hurt. And I don't want to go back there. I'm going to spend all of my days moving away from that possible pain ever happening again. And, um, and I have scar tissue now. And even if that pain is old, pain has an incredibly long memory. So it will keep reminding you, you, you know, you, you screwed up a presentation in grade four on tree frogs. You're 37 years old and you're doing a presentation in front of, you know, a management team and you're falling apart because you still have the memory of the pain. So it's going to keep you locked in that. So now you have pain, reinforcing fear, reinforcing insecurity, 
reinforcing ambition, reinforcing persona. And there you are stuck inside. And anytime you, you try and get the real you out into the world, it has to navigate, negotiate through all of these blockers. And just like, you know, that the American Ninja gauntlet, you know, that the show American Ninja where they're, the person gets on the thing and they're trying to navigate and these big boulders are smashing at them and there are rings that they have to jump and there's moats and stuff. That's the same thing that happens to you when you try and move through, through your blockers. So all the stuff that is the real you, truth, intention, self-belief, gets the crap kicked out of it on the way out. And then when the world experiences it, even if the world celebrates it and says, you are the best thing ever, we loved who you really are, that validation now has to make its way back through all of those blockers. And you know how we do, we go, oh, I mean, I wonder, did that person really mean it? It's like, I wonder if they just said it so that they looked good in front of somebody, oh my God. Maybe I shouldn't have done that in the first place. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I do it every time and it goes so badly. And oh my God, I should never do that again. And we remain stuck in those, in those um, blockers. So what we need to do, first of all, is take a good look at ourselves and figure out which blockers, could be all of them, which blockers am I getting stuck in? Where do I recognize that is the hardest thing for my truth, who I really am to penetrate? Where do I get stuck and stopped up in that journey? You know, I make it so far and then uh, falls apart. Where is that place? Because if you can identify it, then you could start to break it down and work on it little piece by little piece. Swagger is not a switch that gets flipped. It's a journey. It's a process. Love that. So let's say that you do, you're stuck. Let's say you're stuck in insecurity. <laughs> then. I'm sure it outlines in your book, right? Or people that work with you, you help them move past it. Yeah. What if I recognize where I'm stuck? What's something I can do? What's my next best step? Well, I'll, I'll give you an example of an exercise that I do with people that's in my book. If we're talking about insecurity, remember I said that it was like the podcast from hell. It's, it's a loop that plays in your head and it will come at you every time you're in a situation that's new or different or something that has been scary in the past, your insecurity is going to get switched on. And that negative voice, that inner saboteur starts to talk and says, oh, I don't think you really have it going on. I think you should be very worried right now. Things could go badly. What if you screw up? What if this happens? Right? So, you need to pull that monster out of the closet. So I have people write a letter to themselves from their inner saboteur. I call it the dear loser letter. And you want to let it rip. Like everything that voice is saying to you about any and every horrible thing, get it out on paper. And it should like, it should really resonate. It, to me, my inner saboteur has the voice like the Grinch. And it's like, dear loser. You think you're so fantastic, but really nobody wants to listen to what you have to say. Like you really got to let it rip and say all of those terrible things that you say to yourself every day, get it all out. And then you got to outsmart it. So what I have them do is then write a rebuttal to the dear loser letter, but they've got to use facts, only facts, because the Inner saboteur does not like facts. It likes supposition and imagination and all of the uncertainty and stuff. 
So I get people to break down their dear loser letter, literally line by line, negative statement by negative statement, and find a proof point in their in their lives to to counteract it. You're so lazy. You've never done anything important in your life. Wait a second. Actually, I've done these six things and I'm really considered this and people really appreciate that. Oh, okay. You, no one's going to listen to what you're saying. You have no credibility. Oh, really? Then why am I able to do this, this, and this, right? So you write that rebuttal letter. Um, then once you've done that, you sort of have the yin and the yang. You have the negative voice, but then you have your voice of that inner celebration, that swagger voice. And then I get them to condense it into a swagger mantra, which takes all of those facts and just reduces it into an incredibly powerful statement that you will use moving forward to stop the inner saboteur in his, her, or their tracks. So as soon as they start to dock, you go, ah, 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 I am the swagger queen and nothing and no one can stop me or whatever wow. yours might be. And so you have to do it over again, but you start to literally record over that voice because that, that tape is going to play. If you tell yourself to just not listen to the voice in your head, it doesn't work. We need a voice in our psyche, but we can program it to be a positive voice instead of a negative voice. And that's what we do with the rebuttal and with the, the facts and the proof is we keep presenting facts to the inner saboteur. And then what I always tell people that I work with is it's like, you know, from the Wizard of Oz, you know, when the Wicked Witch comes down after, you know, and when Glinda the Good Witch is there and the Wicked Witch comes and the Wicked Witch is making all these threats. You know, I'm going to do this and I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. And Glinda the Good Witch says, be gone with you. You have no power here. Be gone before, before someone drops a house on you. And then at the end of the story, how do we kill the witch? By throwing water on her. The most like banal thing in the world can end the Wicked Witch. So I say that 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 swagger mantra is like throwing water on the witch and while you're learning how to do it every time the voice comes you say be gone with you you have no power here be gone with you you have no power here i love that leslie so great be gone with you you have no power here you have no power here and even that visual of the tape the mind's the tape and i so agree with that we tell our clients that too that just saying, well, I'll just ignore the voice, or the voice will maybe stop one day. It won't. It, no, if only. Oh, this is just amazing. I know you have a freebie for our audience too. Tell them what they can get when they go to swaggerthebook.com. Well, there's, a, there's a, a couple of cool things. Um, if you go to swaggerthebook.com, you can download your proof of swagger assessment to see where you currently are in your own swagger journey. It's a little assessment and you score yourself and you end up with a swagger score. And that will give you a, an idea of where you are right now and maybe even a sense of what area you might be getting stuck in and how should you be focusing your energy. So that's a little fun thing. Also, you can join the swagger collective. And if you join the collective, you're going to get the first chapter of the book free and you get little pre-order perks for the book. And I, it's not, I, I don't really have, it's not a subscription thing per se. It was just like, I love my people. And, and I, I was like, I just want to do something nice for my people. So when I have something to give you, 
I go, hey guys, here's a thing. Here's a swagger perk. So it's it's a nice it's a nice little community of of like minded people. So if I'm on Clubhouse, I'll let people know, or if there's something going on, I'll let people know. I love it. Can they join the Swagger Collective by going to the swaggerthebook.com? They sure can. They sure can. And I'll tell you a secret, but don't tell anyone. I won't so tell anyone. If you're part of the Swagger Collective and you choose to order to pre-order the book, you got to decide if that's what you want to do. What happens is all you got to do is send me proof of purchase for one copy and you're going to get the Swagger workbook as a gift. It's like a 40-page workbook. So I pulled all the exercises out of the book. They're all in the book, but I pulled them out into a separate separate, uh, workbook. Plus, I've added a whole bunch of bonus exercises as well. And that's the only way that you can get it unless you order a whole, whole, whole bunch of books. But for my peeps, my beautiful Swagger Collective, you're going to get one if uh, if you order the book. I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm totally going to do it. The swaggerthebook.com. Join the Swagger Collective. Pre-order Leslie's book. And who doesn't want a bonus? I want a bonus. All my friends right? want a bonus. Of and course you do. I love having the workbook separate because I might not want to write in my actual copy of the book. I yeah. might want to do exercises. And I want to take the Swagger quiz. I want to get a Swagger score and see yeah. how Swagger-ish I am. Swagger-ish, swagger-licious, swagger-filled, swagger-y. Swagger is a great word. You can use it for everything. I love it. Leslie, we could talk for hours. This is such an amazing and important topic to leadership development, confidence development, people development, and being who you truly are in every situation, the freedom that comes from that. Uh, the freedom and love- the power, the power that comes from that. Listen, trust and believe. It is life changing when you when you fully step into your swagger. It really is because you don't let other people determine what you say and what you do and how you manifest. And exponential things happen. It's it's really it's really pretty magical. I gotta say, uh, exponential manifestation in every area of our lives. I'm here for it. Leslie, it's been so great having you on our podcast today. I can't wait for everyone that's watching live. Be sure to comment below. If you're listening on the podcast platform, we will put all the links into the chat as well. Leslie Elm, folks, swagger. You definitely need to go and pick up her book. Well, wasn't it great having Leslie on today? Oh my goodness. What amazing tidbits. We could have talked for hours more. I'm Lauren Sweeney and I'm your host of the Becoming Your Best podcast and webinar series here at Rise Up For You. If you are watching live, This Monday, March 8th, is International Women's Day, and we are throwing a party, a live party. We already have a 1,000 women registered from all across the globe, so make sure if you haven't registered yet, please do do so. We have executives from the Female Lead, Pepsi, Etsy, LA Fitness, Google, and many more. All you do to register is go to riseupforyou.biz slash women's conference. Thank you for joining us today and may you rise up.